0: We'll have a lovely rest of weekend and stuff. Steve Vines, good morning. I, I think I could add to the depression if, uh, if, if that's
1: what the reader or listener wants. The reader, the reader, <laughs> the Mike. reader. yeah. Well, the listener any- as well. Matt
0: may want to be depressed this morning. We, we, could, we could help them with that. Well, you just, yeah, already. If you want to get in touch, reader, it's morningbrew <laughs> at rthk.hk. Now, there's a ton of stuff this week, and the overriding flavour seems to be weird. Well, weird
1: and worrying. I think there's two W's here. Is he quickly thinking that one up? Mm. Um, weird. Um, well, <laughs> Boris Johnson's been made the foreign
0: secretary of Britain. You don't get weirder than that. Oh yeah, you do. Fre- Freddy Krueger to become minister <laughs> for child affairs, and uh, Mike Rouse to become something.
1: Something. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, mind you, they did seriously consider... <laughs> they did seriously consider, what's his name, Michael Gover, Prime Minister, which, you know... He used to so, be on a TV show. So, I don't know so, if so that Britain that. could have the world's weirdest Prime Minister. Well, they've done all right, but, haven't no, they? No, they've done all right. They've gone for Miss Boring, and I'm sure she'll be just fine. We'll that's get on to Boris said. in a while. We might do. Yeah. But but let's, let's talk about worrying, because that's the other W. Mm. Worrying would be what's happening at the ICAC. So, you've got Rebecca Lee having been demoted and Simon Pay, who is the, no, not the chairman, he's the, um, what's he called? The the big boss. He's not the commissioner. Oh, maybe he's the commissioner. I don't know. He's got a title anyway. Um, Matt, the bloke in charge, says to the world, he says, you know, she wasn't up to the job. Um, I took the sole decision to demote her. Um, Basically, she was useless. But... I can't go into Stop the reasons because you know, these are personnel <laughs> matters which I am not going to discuss in public. It
0: was a bit rare. Well,
1: though. it w- actually it was unique. Yeah. It was sometimes unique <laughs> is a dangerous word to use, but I mean to say for the commissioner to come out and say you know, he black he 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 badmouths her and then he says self righteously, Well, I I you know, I can't say anything in public about staff matter. Well actually, son, you've just done that. Then then things get murkier and more interesting. He then directly denies that he was pressured into doing this by CY Leung, who, strangely enough, said exactly the same thing. But when asked whether he was um, pressured by our good friends down at Weston from the Central Liaison Office, he didn't give a direct answer. He, what he said was, instead of saying, no, I wasn't, he said, this was my decision. Now, as far as CY Leung was concerned, he actually gave a direct answer saying, no, I wasn't pressured by him. Why would they have done this? Actually, we did discuss this last week, but, I mean, the brown stuff is swirling around the fan rather more more actively this week. First of all, her dismissal has been um, – sorry, her demotion and subsequent resignation has been confirmed. We've also seen that a colleague of hers, another senior a principal investigator Rising called D- D- Dale yeah. Ho – has resigned. We've seen today, it's been in the bulletin on the hour, that the ICAC officers are boycotting the dinner. In other words, they are showing in no uncertain terms that they have no confidence in their boss. They are worried about the integrity of
0: the organisation that they work for. This is very, very serious. It also means that at the moment the sheen is wearing off what has been considered to be a very slick and sleek operation well, behind closed doors well, in out do the job what is and the whole point what is the
1: whole point about an independent commission against corruption they get on if with you it. take well if you take out the word independent if it is indeed the case and the suspicion is that it is the case that its independence is being undermined by the bosses, and of course I'm not talking about the monkey, I'm talking about the organ grinders over in Beijing, who apparently, I mean this is what is being said, I have no actual concrete evidence, who apparently in their normal paranoid way were suspicious of Rebecca Lee because she went on a training course with the FBI. Um, They feel that, you know, foreign agencies are perpetually trying to undermine and influence what's going on in China. I mean, that paranoia is very, very active. It's on the, you know, it's on that red flashing light list. But let's look at this in the whole. Would, Would it matter? Well, it would matter. The ICAC is a very important institution safeguarding the integrity of Hong Kong. Not just the business sector, which people always talk, talk about. It. it it also refers to governance issues. And, of course, it is of a fact that the chief executive himself is under investigation by the ICAC oh, yeah, for well, this the,
0: undisclosed £50 What's, million the, deal, what's the deal with from, that? Because people are well, saying that's rather you know, the £6,000 gorilla in the room.
1: Well... Who knows? I mean, the fact of the matter is that this investigation has gone on and on and on. That The word that you hear from ICAC people is that the chief executive's just basically saying, ah, yeah, I'm not cooperating with you. You yeah, um, know, do something which involves uh, um- sexual intercourse and travel. I am not myself having to be subjected to this sort of nonsense. And if Rebecca Lee, as was stated, was the person who was principally in charge of this inquiry, you can well see why the chief executive didn't get into a, a state of mournful remorse when he heard of her leaving the, leaving the body.
0: So from what we know, she would have been chomping at the bit to deal with whatever the case was. Well, and and I it mean, it's her so job.
1: Exactly. It is her job.
0: I mean, it is the job
1: of the institution. But let's see this in the round. So you've got a big pillar of integrity of the Hong Kong system, the ICAC, with its staff in open revolt. And I think the fact that they're all boycotting this event is the clearest you get to uh, discipline services being in Open Revolt.
0: And, and got, already having their washing laundered in public. Well,
1: there's all of that, but then you've got, you know, you've got mainland, the, the, the sort of more hysterical members of the mainland media, which, of course, is state control, so they don't do anything on their own, warning judges in Hong Kong to think of the patriotic considerations in making judgments. this all about? Judgments. All about. <laughs> then you've got, you know, the purging of universities, of people who don't toe the line. Then you've got the purging of media organisations of people who don't toe the line. Then you've got... I mean, the list is getting very, very long indeed. And it used to be said, you know, anybody who points here this out, oh, you're just being paranoid. And the boys, of course. Well, well, I was going to say, then you top it off with with the, um, the saga of the booksellers. I mean, I say it's a saga as though it's not a serious matter. It's a very serious matter. The idea that you can be abducted, arrested on the mainland for doing things in Hong Kong which are perfectly legal. It's a chill going down the spine. So you put all of that together and you think, at what level is there a limit to this undermining of one country, two systems? What, what institution is left that isn't sacred? Would it be the police? Well, under Andy Zhang, the police were so politicised, I mean, you know, that the police and the Public Security Bureau across the border were looking very similar, particularly when it came to the handling of protests. The police actually in Hong Kong have a very good reputation and were not before his reign, known as a body that was was particularly political, but you know i don 't think the average plot on the street is a political person, but it's very it clear, what it's told, it's it 's very clear that the senior management are instructing the plot on the street you know uh, your bud is, your your bread is buttered on this
0: side, and don 't you dare think of um, you know eating crackers. Do you know the vibe that has been going around all the social media stuff? Obviously, people from Hong Kong are extremely vocal, particularly on Facebook. The vibe at the moment, especially about the tribunal with the islands and all that sort of stuff. They're they're likening China to a really moody, peed-off three-year-old who's had too much candy. Yeah. Like stomping his foot, and I want it now.
1: Well, I mean... This is this is the extraordinary thing. I mean, this ruling, let's just mention what this is about. This is the ruling by the um, International Court of um, Arbitration, which has found that China's claims to these wide swathes of the South China Sea have no justification in law. And They've gone to the air. They've
0: gone upstairs now, haven't they? They want an air zone. Well,
1: yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I think the moon. Actually, if, if you look at the books, you will find that the moon was a sovereign Chinese territory for two thousand ancient times. Since ancient times, for two thousand years, Chinese people have been on the moon. I, I, I you know, I, I think that's well known to everyone. I yeah. don't know And I still who,
0: say, free the Shenzhou Six. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: whatever. But there was a lovely headline from the Xinhua News Agency, and, and if you, if you want a light moment in a dull day, you must always read the xinhua but it said it, its headline on the ruling was law abusing tribunal issues ill-founded award on south china sea arbitration i thought that was a very judicious and measured headline well, that's a um, wicked headline
0: if you think it's about not it. bad
1: it's not bad but i mean if you think about what this is this is china saying we want to be you know part of the world. We want to be an active player in the United Nations. We want to be, you know, we are one of the great powers in the world. But when it comes to implementation of international law, we'll tell you which bits of it we'll be adhering to and which bits of it we won't
0: be adhering to. And ironically, it gets sniffy with North Korea for doing the same, but in a far more basic way. Well... There is all of that. And I noticed that in the poodle press, and no names will be
1: mentioned, but you you, you can read it at your leisure today, you'll see all these little poodles going, oh, well, you know, this is a tribunal, it's not a court of law. Oh, come on, get real. You know, find an adult in the room. It's a court of law. Then there was, I saw a piece today, another one, a poodly little piece saying, oh, well, you know, the International uh, Court of Arbitration is, is not part of the United Nations. Oh, God. Give me a break. Of course it isn't. It's an independent tribunal. That's what the... This is how judicial systems work. You know, the judicial arm, the courts in Hong Kong are not part of the Hong Kong government. This is actually... This is how an independent judiciary works. So to all the children and the apologists who are writing
0: all this brown stuff, I mean, you know, give me a break. This also comes down to a major fundamental and deceptively simple issue, which is people are saying they've just lost face well it's lost face it's a smack in the face
1: as well i mean you know it's two things the whole the whole point about xi jinping is that he's invincible so you know if you have a a ruling of this kind when it's been made quite clear to all these people that china is in the right and the philippines is in the wrong Mm. that just doesn't look good now there's there's the, the, the fallout from this is going to be interesting. China can do what it's been doing this week, stage more military exercises in the South China Sea, raise the tension considerably, or it can now... Have a chat with the Philippines. It can now have a chat with the Philippines and say, I think we could do a deal here. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Either way, if China is serious, and I'm quite sure China is serious about, you know, taking its place in the Security Council of the UN being the world power that it wants to be Um, you know, with great power comes great responsibility I I, I know, I know I mean, you know, it's out there and for those weasels and we could name names but they're too boring to be named who say, oh well, you know it's right for China to do this because the United States also behaves badly in this thing yeah, it does (laughs) It It does. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, so the standard is set by the worst things that the Americans do. Yeah. OK,
0: fine. There's another interesting thing that's happened here. I was talking to a bloke yesterday, very interesting, about how China's been censoring its own people, going bananas with nationalist fervour online, going yes. like, war, 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 and they've been yanking it. So if, if, if anything did come push to shove, for instance, in total theory, there are certain countries that have alliances with other countries. And there's one thing that's not been mentioned here, and I wonder if you think it's relevant, Japan deciding whether to tool up again. Well...
1: You have to look at this in the context of the growing tension in, in East Asia. I mean, it's true that that, that um, the Abe administration is notably more nationalist than its predecessor mm. and is notably keener on um, being a military power after, you know, in other words, nullifying the pacifist constitution of the country, which he actually wants to overturn. But, I mean, it's for a reason mm. Japan is very close to North Korea. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a physical reality. It's very close to China. Both of these countries have shown hostile intentions, and they're saying, mm, "We better respond to this now." Whether it's sensible, particularly given Japan's history, to proceed in the way that Abe is clearly intending to proceed, and he's had this whacking election victory this mm. week. You know, two thirds majority is is certainly a mandate to uh, uh, two thirds majority of the vote, not of the vote, but of the seats in the House, um, is certainly a mandate to get these things done. You know, you, you, if you, if you raise the temperature, don't be really surprised if things
0: get hot. Thursday morning, still in with Steve Vines.
1: Well, I'm not as in love with the MTR as perhaps I was last week. I don't think I will be. No, I mean, what's going on here, eh? It's a bit of a thing, isn't it? You've got this, um... Big new contract that the MTR has signed up, and it's a sheer coincidence. as a mainland company, but it's a company called CRRC Fang, and they make carriages and you know bits of bits of kit for for, for underground railways. Yes, um, roller skates. Yeah, I hope they make Zimmer frames. I am in the market for You're some of those at the moment.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but other than that, no. Seriously, I mean this. This, this is a. Another brewing scandal. And it's funny that all these scandals are so remarkably alike. There's a mainland Chinese company involved, remarkably alike. If you believe in coincidence like what I do, you'll say, oh, gosh, what a surprise. Yeah, well, yeah. So you've got the mainland company. You've got the bureaucrat who's in charge of this saying, oh, well, somebody may have sent me an email, but I didn't read it. You've got that's a cracker, isn't that's, it? That's very good. That's and then somebody rejected. You've got um, you, you've got the fact that this is in public, not because, of course, anybody wanted it to be in public, not because there was full disclosure of this enormous expenditure of public money. It's because a news organisation got hold of this information from a whistleblower.
0: Yep. You've got... Whistleblower, trains, get it? Yeah,
1: yeah, right. yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Apologies to the listener. Go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you've got... Um,
1: then you've got the sheer arrogance of it. You know, we put out this contract and we didn't need to do any... Uh, th- this is actually what they said. We didn't need to do any inspections... Because we were well aware of the market situation. Well, this is the bit that cracks
0: me up, Steve. Well, gosh! I I don't know if this is the way, in fairness, I'm reading off our our news website now, I don't know if it's the way it's written here, but this cracks me up. The MTR Corporation said on Wednesday that a mainland train manufacturer was allowed to keep bidding because, this is the killer, their quality problems did not compromise safety. Well, Their that's quality good. That's great. That's did not great. compromise. That's safety. great. So it's not um, a quality problem. And,
1: and just in case any in case anybody has missed the 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 other part of the plot, I mean, what actually happened was that Singapore's mm. um, Mass Transit Corporation identified these problems, sent the trains back to China, and said, you know, we are not accepting them. The MTR here apparently was aware of this and still said, oh well, you know, it's a quality problem. That's all right then. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. I'm trying to just put this together yeah, me too. in a straight line oh. and, and see where that ends.
0: The Their bidding quality- process
1: was yeah. very short, oh. apparently. No on site inspections were made to verify the claims of the manufacturer. That's
0: incredible. You know you want to get a box of pencils around here, it takes you yeah, six months.
1: Yeah. Well well, pencils are rather more complicated they than are. the mass transit system, general, yeah, to be that, fair and objective, right, yeah.
0: yeah. So I
1: mean there's, there's a small, rancid smell coming out of the MTR today. It's very odd, and, isn't it? And uh, what I like is that the, the, the... And I just joke. Apparently there's a secretary responsible in the government. But he says no one can blame him because nobody told him anything. Well, that's all right. So you're in charge. You're in charge of transport. There's an extremely big public tender goes out involving millions, hundreds of millions of taxpayers' money. And your excuse is, oh, well, I, you know, nobody told me. It's very unfair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, all good, really. See, they can do media training as much as they like and do all the spin and hook it and flag it and do this, that and the other. But the point is, Joe Public is going to say, blimey, that sounds really dangerous. I don't think I want to go on that. Even if it's wrong. Or Joe Public is going to say... What the hell is
1: going on here with you know with, with with the local government that seems only able to buy stuff now for, you know when it comes to big contract from a company with mainland Chinese connections, regardless regardless of quality I think that 's the thing that is sticking in many people 's minds, so you know you've got um, you 've got all this kit coming from across the border to build the the bridge to nowhere or not to build a bridge to nowhere, of course, you know, et etc., et, cetera,
0: et cetera. Oh, incidentally, the MTR is also involved in that. I want to so ask that's something good. here. It says questions were also raised about... He's talking about procurement now, process at the trains. Mm. Only took nine months, and it says about half a year shorter than the three previous MTR tenders. Right, moving on. Cam said its procurement process meets World Trade Organization standards, and the purchases were not made because they were cheaper. I, I'm just curious, were they actually cheaper? Because that, that tends to be the way it's done. Well, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong Oh, I know, with, I know. I'm, going, just, I'm yeah, just wondering. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and, of course, you
1: know... Because this is public money and it's a publicly owned body, albeit with some private shareholders, uh, there's no disclosure. I mean, this is the extraordinary thing about all of this. These statements are made and then I think you'll find a few months down the line, somebody within the organisation will be so incensed that we'll see another leak coming. You know, because the thing is, it's the same with the ICAC that we were talking about before the break. The people who are actually working in the organisation, the people who are boycotting its useless and ridiculous dinner, are the people who really care about it. They want it to work. They want it to have the integrity Mm -hmm. that is what it says on the label. There's many, many people, good people, working in the MTRC who want it to work, who want the company to buy the best possible yeah. kit. You know. And they see their bosses sitting there, you know, whining and dining with mainland Chinese officials who say, you can pick any company as long as it's this one.
0: Yeah. And I they're di- going, boy, I didn't read, read about, about right. this until this morning, and I, my immediate reaction was, well, that's a bit, uh, you know, from left of centre. And the minute you read about this dinner, it, this really does become the whole crux of the whole issue. Now I get it, we're saying. Yeah. If the boys and girls just well, like... Well, what I'm nope. saying
1: is that, that you know what there's a remarkable disconnect in Hong Kong between the people who work for all of these organisations, including the MTR, who want to do a good job, who are truly committed to it, and their bosses who who are really just involved in, maybe not just involved, but seem to be primarily involved in what can only be described as brown nosing. Mm. And that...
0: that well, it, 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 f- ironically, Steve, it could be brown-nosing plus going towards what the ICAC has been put in there to <laughs> fix in the first place.
1: Except it won't be able to now because they're <laughs> fixing the it's ICAC. It's like the bird, isn't they're it? fixing the ICAC. <laughs> God, it goes on a... It does indeed. It goes on a trail. It does indeed. Shall we move on? Go on, then. We've got a... We've got a, uh, email here from Bowen. Joe Sun. <laughs> Joe Sun Bowen, who says, whatever one wants to say about the UK... It has to be said that she's politically more mature. I notice he calls her the she. She's politically more mature than China. I guess I should have said much more, as evidenced by Theresa May's appointment of Boris Johnson as Foreign Secretary. Yeah. Where you have someone who advocates a policy different from yours, as is obviously the case in, in, in with Johnson... Um and that person manages to obtain majority public support in an open contest, he's talking about the Brexit vote, yeah. the thing to do is to invite him or her, yeah. and I'll stick to him here to join the team. Give the person a chance, let him strut his stuff, let him show whether he's any good. No chance for that to happen here in China. Yeah. <laughs> well, ain't that a fact? I mean, here, here in, in the ledge co. Do you know how many amendments to, to legislation the government has accepted in the current term? well that figure would be zero. their view is that anyone who, who, who wants to improve legislation but it hasn't been drafted by the boys mm. not interested the talks that C. Y Leung says he's holding with the opposition and the, Ridiculous claim that he talks to people from all walks of life are non existent. It is, and the point Boehm makes is you know, if you have an opponent who carries with him or her a large swathe of public opinion, Hmm. you either bring them in the tent to urinate inside, as, as, as LBJ
0: famously said, or you, um you know, you let them do that same action outside the tent. Just explain that one. He said, well, I'm sure something happened with him. He said, well, I'd rather have the person, he says, peeing from the inside of the out of the tent rather than outside into the tent. I think he was talking... This was the famous moment when, effectively,
1: LBJ um, lost the southern states of the Democratic Party, which were full of all these racists who didn't want the civil rights legislation. But he he was, I think... I think this was a, f- a famous conversation with Martin Luther King when Martin Luther King was saying to him, why are you making such enormous efforts to bring these people in bo- on board? You know, why don't you just say, look,
0: they're irredeemable and get on with it? And mm. at that moment he said, I'd rather have them, you yeah. know. And the, and the and the thing that impacted it here was that he was a Texas boy himself. So was the southerners was were going, You've betrayed us. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean you know LBJ is going to be reassessed and has been reassessed in history but i mean one of his enormous strengths was that he was actually guided by i mean in his very abrasive and, and bizarre way mm. um he was uh, Guided by these very strong principles, and he did, of course, get things done.
0: Well, but Bowen's 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 email email is is, is interesting because what he's
1: basically saying is you get these people to come and piss in the tent with you, (laughs) yes, uh, frankly, um, and see how they do. I have to say that in the case of Boris Johnson, I wouldn't, ipso facto, as Boris Johnson would say, ipso facto, (laughs) and you know, sine qua non, um, um, we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, he will add to the sum of human um, levity during international
0: negotiations. It's already happened. People online are going, what the actual F? Yes. Uh, And and they're ranging from that to, no, no, no. He was one of the big proponents of Brexit, so Theresa's saying, all right, Boris... Come and clear up the mess. Make it work. Yeah. Which is logical. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, considering
1: that... uh, considering that Cameron walked off without... Um, Mentioning so much anything as a, to do with dead animals' yeah, heads and stuff. Yeah, without, without so much as a, a, as a pause for changing his socks. Um, you know, the Chancellor of the Exchequer has um, uh, moved off, who was also very responsible for that vote in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Farage, or Farang, whatever his name <laughs> is, uh,
0: has quit UKIP, uh, uh, you know, saying, my job is done, See, I nobody... need, to have a, need to have a glass of beer. Boris can have a renaissance now. They won't, they won't call him a quitter anymore... Cause He'll come in, flip the coin, Boris will come in and do something wonderful. Well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Jury out. But, yeah. I mean, I understand the logic. Let me put it this way. I do understand the logic of bringing him in, and I understand what Bowen's email is about, is that, you know, if you've got... People who represent a large body of public opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. 70 you, million people can't yeah. be wrong, or well, are they? I happen to say they are, but that's some... Yeah, but anyway, he, he but no, but seriously, you see. he was but, the Sven but, but seriously, whatever is the case, yeah. Um, you, you either work in the way that the Hong Kong government works, which is you just say, You're against us, we don't want to hear from you again, you're, you're irredeemably horrible people, and you've got smelly socks, mm. or you say, Look. Actually, the Democrats in Hong Kong always won, win the majority share of, of, of the free part of the election. We really need to pay a bit of attention
0: to, to their opinions. It yeah. doesn't happen here, not even small time. Mm. I want to just skip back to our MTR thing and say good morning to Mary. Mm-hmm. And she says in an email, and they have not put the blame on the token Guilo, Jay Walder, yet. I kind of thought they kind of had.